Episode 11, when is the right time to start a family? Welcome to the First Year Married Podcast, where we get real about building the marriage of your dreams. I'm marriage coach Kayla Levin, and I take newly married and engaged women from anxious and insecure to confident and connected through practical tips, real-life inspiration, and more than a little self-awareness along the way. Hey there, everyone. I always want to say thanks again for tuning in. I guess I say that every single time, but I'm always excited that you tune in. It's really crazy to check and our little anchor app and find out how many of you guys have been downloading and listening and it's awesome. If you have a friend that you think would benefit from this podcast, would you consider letting them know about it? It's definitely one of the ways that this podcast is spreading and it would mean a lot to me. I would appreciate it so much if you would take some time and, and just think of one or two people or 10. You could go for 10. You could share it on social media. You could do whatever you want. But if you could think of one or two people that you would share this with, I would appreciate it so much. So this week's question came in from someone on Instagram. So I love hearing from you guys over there. Basically, the you know this is a, a newlywed, as per my podcast, and what she wanted to know about were my thoughts on when it's appropriate to have their first child. So she and her husband are coming at it from two very different perspectives. He's sort of, I, it sounds more like feeling it out and trying to sort of see when it feels right. And she really is wanting to have kind of a checklist, right? Like a, what does she need to accomplish before she has a baby so that she knows that she got those things done? And I was so tempted when I got this question. First of all, it's just an awesome, awesome question. I've gotten similar ones in the past, and I think this one was just articulated such perfect timing for the next podcast. So I was really excited to take this one. So I was very, very tempted when I got this question to go and research, you know, lists of things that you should consider. And I was going to just sort of list off a bunch of different things that you want to consider where you are financially and where you are. You know, I don't even want to go there, actually, because I don't want to suggest that to you. That's what I was originally going to do, right? Just give a list of all the different things that she might want to consider. I really don't think that that's helpful. What I really want to do is go back and sort of look at what that what's going on with that question and what that's going to be doing for them as a couple. So first of all, they're communicating clearly. You know, I didn't give all the details of the conversation, but it sounds like they're really communicating and they're really sharing sort of how they're feeling about the other person's perspective. And it's so beautiful. And I don't want to underestimate the importance of that. What we always want to do is we want to understand what's going on in our brain because the way it feels when we're not really paying attention to our brain is that when a thought comes up for us, that that must be my deep truth, right? I thought it, so it must be true to me, right? And that can be so misleading because sometimes our brains are just kind of going haywire and we don't actually agree with that thought, right? So a really basic example is that sometimes I'll have the thought that my house should be clean, but also my kids are busy playing and I think that my children should have access to art supplies. So when I look at that, I'm like, well, then obviously I don't think my house should be clean all the time, right? But my brain loves to tell me that, that I actually should have a clean house at all times. That is just, you know, obviously a, a very basic example, but one that to me is like the most obvious and comes up so very frequently. Anytime we're having a situation like this, we're trying to make a judgment call, you want to ask yourself what's behind it, okay? So essentially what she's asking is, when do we know we're ready to start our family? 
And what I want to question is what is happening for you when you operate from a place of there is an objective time at which it's the right time to start a family, right? I actually had a guest speaker when I was in college. I went to school for drama and we ha- I don't know if I can say this in his name, but an amazingly fabulous, wonderful guest speaker came to speak to us. And I remember distinctly him saying, there's never a good time to have children because he, w- he wanted us to know going into a career in theater and acting that that was always going to be a challenge. But really, he said it globally for everybody. It's like never a good time. In a way, that's a much more empowering thought than when is the right time. You hear what I'm saying? So I don't mean to say that she's wrong. And I think this is a totally normal and responsible and lovely thing to be considering because, of course, this is a huge commitment. This is changing your life. There's no one you work more committed to than your child. But think about all the different options that are available to you. So, for instance, my husband and I married relatively young for, you know, the sort of background that we came from. And we started our family within a year. A lot of people could say we weren't ready, right? They could say that we should have had more money in our savings account, that we should have moved into a house. We were still living in an apartment. We should have figured out what city we wanted to settle in. We should have been further along in our careers. There's so many should haves that are available when it comes to when you should have a child, right? I guess because the question includes the word should. But the perspective we were coming at it from was that our whole married life is this grand adventure. And the point is that we're doing it together. And one of the parts of this adventure is the other people that are going to be coming in. We don't even know who they are yet, right? These children that are going to be joining us. I definitely don't want to, you know, to someone who's like off the handle irresponsible, (laughs) you may, you all know yourselves, right? And you have to sort of judge this for yourselves. If you tend towards being reckless, then you are not the person who should be questioning, oh, you know, what do I need to do before I have a child? Because that's not going to be helpful for you. You veer towards the other direction. But for someone who is very concerned with the checklist, the, what I wanted to point out to her is that if you're operating from a place of, of feeling that there is an objective time at which it's right to start your family, then there's a possibility once you've started your family that you missed the right time or that you didn't wait long enough. And I don't know about you, but those wouldn't be helpful for me, right? What's helpful for me is the perfect time for your child to be born is when the child is born. Because then there's no more questioning, did I not wait long enough? Did I wait too long? By the way, this also goes for people who wait a really long time before they start their family. And maybe it's more complicated or they don't have as as many children as they thought they were going to have or all sorts of things come up. And when we come at it from a place of there was a correct time, there was a correct age at which I was supposed to get married and it didn't work out, or there was a correct time at which I was supposed to have my first child and all these different things that we sort of believe, right? We were supposed to have this, but instead this happened, right? There was like a, you know, managerial error error that happened upstairs and I ended up with this situation when I was supposed to have that one. It can be a very disempowering thought. It can sort of make us feel very trapped. So what I want to recommend to this listener is to take some time and do a brain dump. And what a brain dump is, is you just take a piece of paper and, you know, across the top she could write having children, whatever it is. And she should just turn on some music or not and just take 15, 20 minutes and write down all the thoughts that are going on in her head about having kids. Okay? 
So anything it is, what she needs to do before she has children, how she's feeling about it, concerns she has, excitement, all the good, all the bad. There's no, nothing needs to be left out. No one's going to read it. It does not need to be edited or spelled correctly or even written on straight lines. After that, and she could do this right away or she could do this a little later, she's going to look at that piece of paper. And I should say you. You're going to look at that piece of paper and those are the thoughts that are going on in your head. And thoughts in your head are always optional. So again, just because you wrote that down on the paper because it came up in your mind doesn't mean that now you've uncovered your secret, deep, meaningful truth. What it means is that your brain offered you all of these things, maybe because it hurt it somewhere or it sounded good or it was something to think about. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter why it ended up on the paper. But this, this is just opening up your brain and looking at what's going on inside. This is what's driving you, right? What you get to do is you get to look at those thoughts and you know probably at this point, but you could even run a model and figure out exactly, exactly what's going on with each thought. But you can look at these thoughts and see what are these different thoughts doing for me? Okay, so you might be very motivated by wanting to be in a certain place financially before having a child. And it might give you a lot of anxiety to think that you need to be somewhere with your career. Guess what? There's no rule, right? When you go in to have your baby at the hospital, no one's checking in with you to make sure, oh, have you checked off all these boxes? You get to have your baby when the baby comes, right? So this is good news. (laughs) The ridiculous example, I'm sorry. But this is good news you get to choose what your criteria are. And again, that's why I didn't want to give you even ideas or suggestions. If you really wanted them, you can Google them. But what I think is going to be so much more meaningful for you is find out what's going on in your head already. What is it you're already thinking about this decision? And how do you feel about those thoughts? And are there any of those thoughts that you want to question or just dump, just get rid of them? because they're not working for you? Are there some thoughts there that are really helpful for you that you want to sort of bring in more, maybe even stick on a post-it on your mirror or something so that you're starting to see it more and internalize that thought more? What's going on in your own brain? And then you're going to be able to find a much more meaningful and actionable answer than anything I could offer you on this podcast. So I know this wasn't exactly what you were looking for, but I hope that you found it helpful. This isn't just for having children, by the way. This could be for any decision that you're making. Knowing what's going on in your head, getting it all down on paper, and then just looking at it and realizing that all of those thoughts are optional. They are just things that are going on in your brain and you get to decide. And it's a pretty unbelievable thing. And I think you're going to get a lot of clarity from that. I know I'm not giving an example of sort of what the clarity is that you're going to get, I don't want to do it for you. I think you're going to experience it if you run through the exercise. So please reach out. Let me know how that goes. If anyone else does the exercise over any topic, I'd love to hear from you. And we'll see you here back on the podcast next week. Bye-bye. Hey there, Kayla here. If you've been enjoying the podcast, I want to invite you into my monthly coaching membership, How to Glow. We take all the work here. We focus on our marriages. We go much, much deeper into our expectations of our husbands, understanding our husbands, our intimate lives, everything that we don't discuss here on the podcast. And we even extend it out to anything else you want coaching on, your parenting, your finances, your health. Get ongoing support, live coaching, and access to my best courses for only $39 a month. I would love to have you join us. Sign up at kaylalevin.com forward slash coaching. Isn't this the best time to start?